Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast, which is weird because it either radio or podcast can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is The B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, back at it again in the Diamond Studio with my pal, my B Show beekeeper. Corey, my socks are wet. You're, oh, it, it has been raining, but that's why, you know, that we have the, the special beekeeping socks for you to change into here in the beehive. What? Who are you? I'm Michael Vergara. I know. I know that. They all know that, but you know, they should that, by now, that's man. my way of telling you, say your damn name. <laughs> How are you today, sir? Again, my socks are wet. That sucks. I mean, what did you... No, those, uh, they're socks. Did you step into a puddle on the way here? Yeah, no, and uh, it's just at, it's, the, at the risk of talking about the weather again, because <laughs> I know the so listeners how's are how's the just, weather today, guys? I know the listeners rain. are just dying to hear Non-stop rain. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of the places in the country would love that over like 15, 20 inches of snow. That's true. Because with rain, you're just dealing with like a liquid. With snow, you have to like shovel that shit out, like in a driveway or yeah, you can't just, just like drive legitimate. into it. Yeah, what would you rather deal with? Rain, which you get wet, or snow, which you know it's a solid thing. It'll get wet later, but then you can just brush that. You can off. be buried in it too. That's true. Speaking and, of burials, uh, check <laughs> us out on SoundCloud.com. I can't. No, I'm um, I don't know. I was hoping like okay, like I'll just make a. Make a make a fucking segue out of this. Let's oh, see how creative yeah. Corey goes. You know, not very creative. It's not my not my forte. I'm the type of guy I need to have a plan A, B, C, D, and then have the sub plan, the the counter plan, and the resulting plan. How's it going for you? It's good. What plan are we on right now? Uh, We're Z. on plan B because it's the B show. Come on, womp, it's womp, a fucking curveball right here. Well, if you want to check out the B show or all of our other shows, check us out. You're on You're already checking out the B show. This is the B show. SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. Guys, the road to YouTube is complete. We are on YouTube every show, every week. YouTube.com slash. I'm not going to make that joke again. Just go to the search bar. Search City Wrestling Radio because we don't have we don't have the, the poll to make our own uh, URL, our special. So it's a uh, YX5374434545. Something like that, yeah. S-E-K-Y-G. But guys, it, our road to special URL starts right here. It's the road to 100. 100 what, subscribers. It takes 100 to, subscribers to get to a get, special URL, yes. I thought you said 10. Yeah. You lied about it. I thought that, and then I was probably just really stoned and... Oh wait, another digit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. man. There was uh, there was another digit. I thought it said one point zero one zero point zero. Man. Don't worry. Like once we like you know try to like get into shit like try to find episodes where we just talk about our low low um, subscriber numbers and we're like, hey, remember when we struggled to even get a hundred followers? Now look at us now. Look at us now. Look working at, us at now. Chevron. Oh, we're gonna be in Starcast, or we're gonna be Starcast in Five WWE Access. We're gonna have our own show in the. We'll network. do the pre-show. We'll be like, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Sam Roberts, and I'm Michael Vergara. What am I doing? Here? Jose could be here too. Oh, there. Hey, I'm Pat McAfee. Oh, Pat McAfee. Yeah. I mean, I would love to sit next to him. He's a good-looking gentleman. He's a good-looking guy. I don't want to talk too much. Doesn't have about to wear him. pants. That's fine by me. He can 
keep his pants because, off. Because, like, you, you know, because you're working at a desk. You're in, like, those yeah, panels. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, here, we don't even need to wear clothes. I didn't say we're not wearing clothes. I said we don't need to wear clothes. It's really warm in here. It's a little it's a little spicy yeah, in here. That's just, why I turned off the heater. I know. But anyways, guys, if you want to check us out on social media, you can. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at CWR415, because that's the best way to stay up to date with new shows, new content. We post it all there, let you know. And also, we update you with like random stuff we see online. We're like, oh, look at this picture. That's funny. And this picture. Or look that's at... That's funny. Remember when the guy said that? Ooh. But anyways, guys, let's get into some news before we get into... Uh, you know, the NXT, because we're here, this is a B show, NXT, NXT UK, wrestling show and tell, doubleheader this week. Um, uh, we're at the, on the cusp of a uh, Valentine's Day when couples be couples or when you, you're trying to find something for that special someone. T- today's uh, what I call a half off candy day. Hey man, every day's the 14th as far as I'm concerned. Or morning after pill day. It's an outcast reference. What? Every oh. day is the 14th. Oh, that's cute. Happy like January 14th. Day. January, every day is the 14th. I didn't, I've never heard that song before. You never heard it? Was, it was everywhere at one point, especially during Valentine's Day. But speaking of couples having just a very, very nice time with each other. Yeah, I guess we should get through it. So uh, it was reported earlier this week that Jimmy Uso, I think earlier on Thursday morning, Jimmy Uso, WWE superstar, was arrested in the Chicago, called the Chicago it Tri-State was, area, right? No, it was Detroit. Oh, it was Detroit? It was Detroit. Okay, so let me read what TMZ have. So, half of the popular Usos tag team was arrested in drunken dispute with cops in Detroit. You're right. And let it be known that this, is the, this isn't the other Uso. This isn't Jay who uh, got who arrested. Who was. Yeah. Who got arrested for a DUI. This is another Uso twin. So, so far, we get... Now both Usos are in trouble with the law at this point. Okay, so the 33-year-old who's the son of WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi and his wife, fellow WWE superstar Naomi, um, also known as her real name Trinity Fatu, uh, were pulled over near downtown Detroit after cops say Naomi was driving the wrong direction up a one-way street. That's fucking dangerous. It's, it's dangerous, but, you know... It's also... What time was what, it? Was it nighttime? Doesn't exactly... Say, I mean, I'm guessing it, uh, it was nighttime. It doesn't say exactly what time it was, though. Yeah. Um, but... You you know when you're traveling a lot you don't know where you are it's it's hard if it's a if it's an yeah, empty street too there's there's so many like in there's only there's only so many like streets that like type of streets that you have to memorize or like street laws yeah and it, it's once you're on the top what if they were filming an episode of um road trip during oh, that altercation and they have that footage they were like oh there was a camera crew there for some reason it was really weird yeah uh, but according to uh, police sources cops say the 2018 uh, Dodge Journey reeked of booze uh, so they ordered naomi out of the car um when they when she got out of the car jimmy then got out of the car and had a dispute um from with the police took off his shirt <laughs> took off his jacket and started to quote unquote square up it was his hair up i mean i would hope he put sonia deville in the back as well i mean he has long hair doesn't he yeah he has to put his hair up to square <laughs> Can up. you imagine if like okay again uh, it's not to make this a laughing matter even though you know the outcome. It, it was this was a very serious situation, but can you imagine? Yeah, no one was fucking, hurt. It sucks. Fucking the, the Uso, he just takes off his shirt and he just starts singing his theme song. Or he just starts cutting a promo. He's like, "I'm gonna bring you." He's like, "I'm gonna bring you to the Uso Penitentiary." No, it's just it's like his, his old fashioned like Samoan. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, chance. the war dance, and like you can hear music out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, apparently, at one point though, the police officer did feel uh, he took out his taser as he felt safety, uh, like felt a safety the, safety concern for his yeah. life. Yeah, uh, he's Jim, not like he's not like he's definitely not like his uh, 
I'm not even sure if he's related to them. He is. Like Haku, they're related to that family's related. I believe to. so, yeah. Yeah. Remember that there was that one story where Haku got in, a, got in trouble with police. They tased him right in the eyes. And uh, he no-sold it for about 30 seconds before <laughs> before breaking down. I would be. But 30 I, seconds. How scary would you be as a police officer? You tase someone's eyes and you're just looking back at yeah. you like, what are you going to do? Yeah, so uh, I, I bet you, I bet you, I'm gonna wait. Jay here. Uso, right? Jay Uso is the one with Jimmy Uso. Is the Jimmy one Uso, that, that like, was just I arrested. bet you he knew the story about Haku. Like, I don't want to end up like Uncle Haku, Un- Uncle Ku, Uncle Ku, Uncle Ku, uh, Uncle Haka. I don't know. Anyway, no, but honestly, like this, I mean, we have fun around here, but this is a very serious situation. Also, very near the vicinity of a tag team title match. With Shane McMahon and The Miz and The Usos. Yeah, but also The Usos' contract are coming up soon. So, I mean, if you really think about it, WWE did issue a statement and says, uh, uh, what's his real name? Jonathan Fatu, right? Yep. Jonathan Fatu, a.k.a. Jimmy Uso, is responsible for his own uh, decision. Responsible um, for his own actions, which I feel like that's their more or less template for things that they just don't really have a full understanding of. Like they said the same thing about the whole Rich Swan situation. They said it about Jey Uso too when he was yeah, arrested for the DUI. For own action. Um it's this is very well, curious. With, Jay, with Rich Swan, I believe, didn't they put a whole uh, thing out I mean, saying they released him. Well then they saying like we don't know exactly what's happening now, but where he's suspended until further Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, we we we're definitely not getting suspension, especially like since the seriousness is nowhere near at the level as like a rich swan, even though it could have been super serious. Nobody because, was hurt. Yeah, and like not to get like Except too, for feelings and bank accounts. It's not not to get too like too political in here. Like you, we know, we know the whole sentiment of the like the police and their treatment of pe- people of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like had the way the way it Jimmy, went a lot worse. Yeah, yeah the way uh, J- uh, Jimmy Uso and Naomi yeah. like handled this situation. Um, knowing, you know, our, our country's history with uh, altercations that go south, mm-hmm. especially with the police officers, it, this could have easily been turned into, you know, ultimately a, a, a tragedy. Trigger, yeah, they there could have been a trigger happy uh, police officer. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, just be grateful that it ended the way it did. And it's and it's really hard to. I mean, I guess the match is still going on. Yeah, the match is. They still, haven't canceled it. He's uh, he's posted bail. Or he's posted bond. I guess that's what they call it now. St- um, still not definitely a good look. He was, I don't, he was arrested for disorderly conduct. Yeah, and um, then I I don't know how like how the situation handles for Naomi's sake. Like I'm assuming not much is going to be happening in terms of percu- percu- uh, precaution. Like and also we hear like the 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 automobile was reeked of booze. But you could say you could think you. I mean, like you could assume. Again, this is without knowing anything. In regards to the situation, but then you could assume that Naomi was just driving home Jimmy. Jimmy when he after when he, he dr- was in he drank inebriated, too much. and maybe she yeah yeah. And, and so and we don't know, know whether or not she well. was also inebriated as well. It, but we, see, we, but she's driving thing. and then like and she also took she was also doing the going the wrong direction in a one way street. If she was driving and the car reeked of booze, um, she's they definitely would have given her a field sobriety test. I mean, yeah. I can't say for sure if they and did. And she wasn't the one arrested either. Exactly. And, like, nothing was going on with her. So she would have gotten a DUI or something if she yeah. was driving drunk. So nothing, they would have figured As far as out. we know, nothing was charged against her. But, um, but yeah, Jimmy yeah. Uso squared up with the police. Um, didn't fight, so but he cal- ultimately calmed down. Yeah. Um, how, yeah, how pissed he I, he probably Honestly, just, I feel like 
if like probably just I would have been sandwich. super like, fucking freaked he's like, out. He's like, dude, I just want to go home. He's like, dude, I just want to go home and have a fucking sandwich. Please, cop, just leave me alone. You're in the way of my fucking oh, no, sandwich. No more, no more, yeah. no more, no more. Yeah. We're both mowing. We're both mowing. Is that what they said? No. Okay. That's what everybody thought they said. <laughs> All right. Let's go on some more news. Uh, let's see. Some more news this week. Uh, Will Ospreay. He's a guy. He's a wrestler, right? Uh, with Will Ospreay, he's unable to wrestle at the over-the-top wrestling show announced, uh, but his replacement for Scrapper Mania, is that what they're calling it now? Scraper Mania? <laughs> scraper, scrape it on my scraper bike. I'm not going to sing anymore because I don't want to pay royalties. Uh, but his replacement for Scraper Mania 5 will be none other than Ikarina Jushin Liger. Jushin. Dun, 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 Thunder Liger. Dun, 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 dun. Um, at, so at Scrapper Mania, which is going to take place in the National Stadium in Dublin, Ireland on Saturday, March 16th. Uh, March 16th, that's uh, St. Patrick's Day, isn't it? Oh, yes. We're going to have a jolly old good time with me, Ju- me best boy, Jushin Thunderliger. Jushin, uh, bring a jacket because it it's very cold in Ireland in March. Uh, Liger's match for the show uh, has that not mask, yet been revealed. That, that mask will give him plenty warmth. Uh, Pretty sure it will. Uh, it was announced yesterday that Osprey also wouldn't be able to compete at Scrapper Mania over to the top uh, shows Bel- uh, show in Belfast on Sunday, March 24th, due to conflicting commitments. He said, uh, due to other commitments, will o- or they said, due to other commitments, Will Osprey will no longer be able to appear at March 16th, Scrapper Mania, or March 24th. And uh, yeah, due to conflicting dates, uh, just to be noted, uh, New Japan's. Uh, uh, new, the New Japan Cup will Look, be taking place on those dates. Okay, oh, fuck. It's it's and it's been quite a while ago. But was Liger in the? What, was he in the Cow Palace show? I had. I feel he, like he was. I, he was I, I feel John, like I should have remembered that he was because, at John O'Connell High School. But he had to have been in the Cow Palace show. <laughs> I want to say yes. Yeah. If he if he wasn't there, he was definitely doing commentary. It, it pains me to think that I wouldn't remember that because, dude, like. I got to see Liger in the legendary Cow Palace. A six man tag. He, um, I wore a New Japan shirt when I went to that John O'Connell show. And then he just like he just pointed at you and did a thumbs up. No, no, he was do- going around. He like he grabbed me and then patted my chest. Said, "I like your shirt." Did he really say, "I yeah. like your shirt"? Yeah, he he did. I like your shirt, man. He's like, "Hey, bro, thanks." Hey, Corey David Smith, the Diamond Studio. I'm Jushin Thunder Liger, and I like your shirt. He's like, I'm just the like, It's very surprising how well his Amer- his English has grown ever over the years. I mean, he's an he's a he's an older gentleman. Yeah, dude. No, honestly, like you work that amount of years in wrestling, dealing with like you know American wrestlers My from f- the West. He has to know at least a little bit of English. If Shinsuke Nakamura can learn that amount of English in the amount of time he's wrestling, or Oscar, yeah. hell, even fucking Kushida, which yeah. you know he's still trying to get. Right now, he's trying to get used to American life. He recently just moved to uh, did, Florida. Did he move already? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Kushida is super. Kenny Omega is going to move up too. Apparently, he's probably going to also move to Florida. They're just going to be. They're going to have like parties. Down I mean, there. hey, no income. Let's move to Let's move to Florida, dude. We I, can do the podcast. I do not want it, dude. I just saw. I just saw a Twitter well, alligator. So I followed think? Florida Man on Twitter. Who's that? It's just like every news report of a. Every like Florida man doing everything like horrible in that state. There was this one gif of just a guy like licking a doorknob, no, d- licking a doorbell, and the security camera of the door, uh, security camera of the door of him staring at it as he kept on licking it. It was the most disgusting thing ever. Biggie tweeted about it. It's funny. Uh, he also names himself. He also names his Twitter account Florida Man. You know it's really funny too because also Florida's just full of wrestlers, just full of wrestlers. Yeah, just like us. Oh, I wish I was full of wrestlers. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Uh, what was I just talking about? Because I got distracted thinking you about... say that uh, as a rosebud picture is in our Chrome. Sorry, cast. once I said that, I just started thinking about Tyler Bate, and I just have to stop. Anyways, uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens, um, see if he's going to even be... 
in the um was the April Supercard show. He'll probably be in the Supercard G1 show. I mean, it's New Japan, so yeah. It's New Japan. It's New Japan. New Japan. And our next piece of our, you know, let's um our next piece of little little bit of lesser known news. I don't think this this piece of news is going around too much, but Booker T has just issued a statement or issued oh, oh yeah a no lawsuit. this has been going on like for like this has been going around like not just wrestling circles but video game circles as well okay like, yeah this is where i actually got the news from uh so booker t um you know also known as uh gi bro back in the wcw days has filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against activision alleging that the call of duty character david prophet wilkes is based upon his character gi bro a persona booker t created in the early years of his wrestling career um, in 2015, Booker T collaborated with Travis Hoffman um, on drawings based on the character and ultimately a comic book called G.I. Bro and the Dragon of Death. Um, this is a lot of weird, a lot of weird stuff here. Like, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, no, the similarities are actually pretty fucking striking. But not to like his real character, not like the character he was in the ring. But it looks like Booker T. It does look like Booker T. You're absolutely right. Because, but it looks like if G.I. Bro was around nowadays, you know what I'm saying? You know, because I was like looking it's a at modern, like it's a modern because modernization. It, of exactly. Because it looks like Booker T now, but as G.I. Bro. So, hey, man, I mean, I would there's definitely a case for it, like looking very similar. Oh, yeah. What I if, wouldn't ignore what it. If I was Booker that? T, I wouldn't ignore it. Oh, hell no. He's like, he's like, man, that's a man's handshake right there. Some uh, uh, some comment RVD made a while ago. Yes, I said small. What? Yeah, no, that was the tweet. It was like it was just one of those moments. Like, man, Booker T should like really just, he really should start proofreading. Oh, it was just so where he started like thinking, like questioning his like you know his brain. Oh, like, well, man, you know, no, come on, like this is barely a sentence right here. No, I mean I'm not going to say that towards Booker T's face. You know what? I know a plenty of people that are in their 30s with good brains who also don't know how to spell. Okay, so don't make fun of his brain. He just, yeah, might not know how to type that well. Booker he, brain. Maybe he has, maybe he has like, maybe his phone is set to like a different language and he's like, it's auto-correcting to Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally believe you. It's exactly, I'm willing to believe that's exactly what happened. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, no, what do you, what, it looks exactly like him. So I say Booker, go for it. Get your money. Make them change that face in a new update. It's a fucking comic book for Call of Duty. Oh, right? it is? Oh, it's a comic book? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. And our last piece of news for today. Uh, it seems that AEW has signed The Undertaker. So what's notable about this is at, this is actually like one of among many other sign, non-WWE signings for The Undertaker. Yeah. In forever. Actually ever. And did you know about his rates? Oh, yeah. Uh, go on. If you he, want. he did not come cheap. Undertaker. So I knew this from Survivor Series weekend, how I met some people that went to go. It was a meet and greet for The Undertaker at like yeah. a collectibles place. And they said they were paying uh, for themselves 150 per um, photo and 150 for uh, autograph. Oh my so God. $300 for a photo and autograph. I honestly think I'd value a photo more than an autograph. Oh, absolutely. Me but too. But then, uh, but then again, you got those eBay people. Exactly. Where they, they just want to sign. It, absolutely. Yeah. I would. Um, abs- I would. You know what? If I was the Undertaker, I would say charge more for the autograph. I would say maybe do seventy-five for a photo because what are you gonna do with a photo? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just like, hey, this is me with the Undertaker. I'm a fan. Yeah. As opposed to selling stuff. So his rates, Undertaker's rates, and um, bring out, break out that checkbook. 
uh, Corey. His rates is about twenty five grand per hour. Well, no, I heard there's a deal if we do three hours. Yeah, that was about to get there. Sixty grand for three hours. Done. Okay, Undertaker, you're booked right. for the City Wrestling Radio. Yeah. So like, I, when when Conrad Thompson, the 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 guy who's running Starcast, you know what he said? What? May I, may my bank account rest in peace. peace. And I'm like, that's a very that's they very rest cool. in peace, brother. It's, uh, do you do you know if like Starcast is sold out or like? No tickets any? was just went on sale. I think yeah today. Today? Today at twelve o'clock. I would imagine that place I'm not got sold go. out. Oh, they're not. Um, you don't. You still have to pay for the meet and greet. Yeah, of course. But then, like, you just you could you could see the Undertaker. You can walk by, and be like, oh my god, there it is. Do you want to pay? He is tall. Do you want to pay to do a picture? Fuck no, it's too much. You, let's go see Trent Beretta. Okay, let's go. I mean, yeah, I'll see Trent. Beretta. He's fifteen bucks. He's my best friend. Yeah, he he seems like a best friend. That yeah. that Chucky e. T though, I don't trust that guy. Yeah, the Kentucky gent. Anyways, yeah. um. But Undertaker, uh, I've never met the guy. Um, I would never pay that much to see him. I don't think I would be willing to meet the Undertaker hey. for that amount of money. If I uh, met him, if he would, like, what's the most amount of money you'd pay to see the Undertaker? You personally, twenty dollars, like, really? Yeah, just for a picture. Uh, sure. Okay, I would. I would go. I would pay more. Actually, I would pay because I know you. I know okay, you, thirty. I would. I would. I would pay maybe. If I was, if the line was short. <laughs> if it was fucking, if it was Virgil wrestling superstar level, like him being alone, like that, real which quick. I, no, no, God, no, no way in God's green earth that's gonna happen. But if that was the case, I'll maybe pay forty dollars. If the line was short and like I just instantly had twenty two two twenties on me, and it's like, hey, I get to meet the Undertaker. Let's. That's the thing. Okay. If, if I was at Starcast, that's all it takes. That's that is the thing that will take. It if I was me. at Starcast and there was a doable line, like a reasonable like. 15 min- 15 people i would say 30 minute wait at most at most uh, at most i'm not gonna wait two hours though to meet someone and the tickets were about 75 bucks per i would do a picture i would do a picture for 75 it's the undertaker you know yeah it's the undertaker it's the undertaker rest in peace you just- ever watch that video no, it's, there's what, this video out there. He said, he said that a bunch. I mean, no, it says rest in peace, but then like instantly right after rest in peace, he just kind of gargles his mouth like, <laughs> oh god, well he yeah, is no. old. Yeah, no, keep talking. I'll, as I pull this up. Oh great, here we go. Um, yeah, no, so that's um, that was the news, Michael. So I guess I'm gonna keep talking while you pull something up on your phone, um, guys. If you guys aren't watching RuPaul tonight, check it out. RuPaul's Drag Race on VH1. This I'm show's not to watch so- that show. Well, season 11 starts in a couple weeks. It's going to be fun. I fail to realize how many actual YouTube videos I watch over the day. And like, it just shit gets like how, how many shows you can actually watch compared to YouTube videos. I'm stuck on the top five things. You ever see top five? Top five most strange uh, paranormal things caught on um, camera. Um, That's good. It's like he had gum and he just accidentally swallowed it. The teeth, the teeth, the the fixident popped down. Ooh, I just called his ass old. Oh, dude. All right, let's get into reviews, Michael. Shall we? We have we have four things to review: NXT, NXT UK, wrestling show and tell, double header, which I've already changed my next week's pick mid show. Oh man, swerve! We get the Vince Russo wrestling podcast. It, it, hey, bro. Um. So let's get into it. Let's start with NXT UK. NXT UK dated February 13th. NXT UK 
in the USA. Wait, really? Yeah, we're in Phoenix, Arizona. This is taped uh, during WWE Access. Remember how they said they were coming to Phoenix to film some of the NXT UK? So now, yeah, they're okay, doing well, it. They, they filmed them in Access. So Tony Storm comes out the ring to start the match. Um, she didn't think things could get any better than winning the Mae Young Classic, but hey, it did. She's the champion now. She says she's a fighting champion. She's kicked Rhea Ripley's ass before, and she's gladly going to do it again. Out comes Rhea Ripley, and she's uh, Rhea Ripley is really sick of comparing pe- herself to Tony or people comparing her to Tony Storm, and they kind of just stare it's each other they're down. Both blonde. Yeah, but Rhea Ripley is gorgeous, and they're both gorgeous. Oh yeah, no, totally. But Rhea Ripley's just a beast too. So in a great way, in a like a. In a, in a very intimidating. intimidating way, yes. And she's not like most girls. She's not like most. Hey, no. Um, no, but yeah, so, but it was a really boring um, way to start the show because it, like, it's a small venue and it's the middle of WWE access. So, so you have people. So, you, yeah, you have people who aren't necessarily a hardcore like NXT fans. People, it's like a mixed crowd of the the general fan and you got and people waiting in line paying $250 to wait for the undertaker. Then you have the B I saw the B stroke at one point, the camera flight, I went to the other side and they didn't pay attention to what's that rule called where you can't like the three sixty rule or something. Oh shit. Rule of thirds. Yeah. Well, something like that. Uh, but where you can't turn all the way around because then you, you throw people off. That's Anyways, true. that's um, true. That, that, that is. But yeah, there was the, there was like the bistro and I saw the food court behind there and I was like, Oh, look at that. They have a bistro there. Anyways, um, you think the bistro has like themed foods or like just leftover from the restaurant that they closed like 20 years ago? No, dude, it's like the cow palace. Like they've had that shit in the freezer for like years and then God. they just bust out the f- the chicken tenders. I can't believe you guys like, OK, not to get too much of a tangent here, but cow- I, you were my, you told me about cow palace food. Like I just remember like you and Gabriel. <laughs> Ugh, like, it's missing, horrible. No, you and Gabriel missing the entirety of Haruki Goto versus Jeff Cobb just to get fucking chicken strips. I just real and I was just with yeah. Celeste, and I was just with Celeste, and I'm like, are they gonna come back here? Because it's actually a pretty good match. It's like Jeff Cobb's a homie, so you know. Yeah, I was actually a little. Uh, I also missed the um, was it Marty Marty Scroll match? Yeah, those was, were that, like key matches. Was like an Oka- like, I was, was that, I never Okada thought I was gonna see Skrull, these guys. Right? Yeah. Oh no 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 no! Well, Okada and Marty Scroll is all in. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's keep it going. First match of the night for NXT UK: Noam Dar versus Jordan Devlin. Uh, the two lock up standing. What's the rock bottom called? Without being called the rock bottom. Uh, the bookend. Standing rock bottom to, and then a standing moonsault to Noam Dar. Uh, Devlin misses with a springboard crossbody off the ring post. Springboard uh, stunner to Noam Dar. Out comes Travis Banks because, you know, he doesn't like Jordan Devlin. Uh, Devlin tries to pin Dar, but his feet were on the ropes. Banks comes down, intervenes, insecurity to Banks, roll up, win, and Dar pins Jordan Devlin. Uh, it's been quite some time since Jordan Devlin had a pin. Devlin Dar. Um, Dar Devlin. But like I said, this whole show is wacky. And doesn't come off right because they're not being. It's taken. out of the ordinary. It's yeah, not, it, it really it's, is. It's really just. It's it's like it's like a post NXT takeover, but two weeks in advance. And it just things I looked forward to weren't that great at all. Okay. Um. So, so then, so yeah. after the match, Jordan Devlin beats down on Dar. Banks comes out for the save, and that's what happened. After this, we have Ginny uh, versus Mia Yim. I was really looking forward to this match. God, remember Mia Yim. I haven't seen that lady in weeks. I see her on Keith Lee's Twitter or Instagram account like every day. But then like they were buying well, plants yesterday. And I'm, I'm, I'll get I'll get more into it. As oh, they're for this. sure dating. Uh, I mean, I don't think there was any doubt. Oh, oh, there was doubt. No, I don't know. There was no doubt. It was a question we had like a year ago. Um, I I do love Nigel though saying um, uh, head batty in charge though. That was like kind of the highlight of this match. Just wow! If that was your highlight of the match, <laughs> uh, back and forth between the two women, seven stars. Uh, Mia Yim carts out of a headlock takedown. 
Uh, surfboard by Tamiya Yim, Tarantula to Ginny um, on the ropes, Neckbreaker to Ginny, a series of strikes followed by a Cannonball to Ginny, German suplex on, into the turnbuckle to Ginny, uh, kick to the jaw to Mia Yim, and then um, Ginny gets her feet on the ropes, pins Mia Yim. So, yep, Mia Yim, uh, thanks so for a, coming. It was a dirty, it was a dirty win, but you know, at least you can oh, keep Mia Yim do, somewhat strong. They could do so much more with Mia Yim. Oh, absolutely. Um, Especially in this week's NXT, where I just they ugh. did make sure to reference her being trained by Shayna Baszler, though. And I think if one of two people can take that title off Shayna Baszler, it's either wait a minute. Mia Yim got trained by Shayna Baszler. Her submission skills, yes. Okay. They lived together for a long time. They were okay. roommates. Okay, okay. Right. Um, but they mentioned I just, that. I just find it hard to believe. I mean, kayfabe-wise or shoot-wise? Shoot-wise. Because, I again, like not to doubt Shayna Baszler's... In L.A., I believe. Yeah, not to like you know downplay Shayna Baszler's abilities, but then like the fact that like you get somebody as experienced as Mia Yim... And you get somebody as experienced as Shayna Baszler in terms no, of like wrestling like, news. But then you're saying, but you're saying MMA submission training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, if I think there are one of two women that can take that NXT women's title off of Shayna Baszler, it's either Mia Yim or Candice LeRae. Mm. Candice LeRae, Whoa, I think, get there. We'll have Lurie. an ultimate baby story. Mia Yim. Yeah, we're having a baby. <laughs> um, wait, what? Because you said ultimate baby story. Oh yeah, baby. Um, let's see where we at. Uh, the main event. Peter. Wow. Peter Dune. Versus Wolf, yeah, I know that that match. See, that's the thing is that that match like was dragging out. All these matches dragged out. Oh, you, you these weren't like ten minutes, and then you got like vignettes or like no. you know recapping that. Like we had recaps, but I don't ever fucking pay attention to recaps of like Jordan right. Devlin last week. He attacked yeah. Travis Banks and yeah. uh, Dunn versus Wolfgang back and forth between the two. Wolfgang uses Dunn like a lawn dart, bounces him off the ropes, release German to Wolfgang. Very dangerous spot. Uh, triangle hold to. Uh, to Wolfgang, uh, inverted exploder suplex to Peter Dunn. Wolfgang goes for a senton, lands into a finger bar, submission, pin, win, there. I didn't enjoy this week's NXT UK. It, it was, was throwaway. It was very throwaway. I know next week we're going to get um, Are they, gonna, are another, they going back to England? No, it's another, it's another NXT versus NXT UK match. God, so you want to just skip it then? <laughs> no, I'll still, I'll still cover it because, like, hopefully, because I know one of these days we're going to get, um, uh, what is it, Zach Gibson and... Tyler Bate. Well, the um, no okay. Zach Gibson and what's his um, Joseph Connors versus uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan for the NXT UK titles. Looking forward to that one. And I honestly think I know they're pushing, and we'll talk about it more when you start talking about NXT in a second. But I know they're pushing them for in that kind of area in that tag division. Yeah, but I think they would that do picture. great in the NXT UK scene. Yeah. Anyways, NXT, NXT, NXT two thirteen. 2019. First off, we get a Pedro Morales memorial graphic to start off. May he rest in peace. Uh, Condolences. Uh, But then right off the bat, we start off with Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. They made sure they say the C instead of itch, which is still weird to me, uh, versus Shane Thorne. Uh, This is Shane Thorne's first appearance post-Nick Miller release, I think. I don't know. Uh, First I've ever seen him. Uh, Thorne. What, his single? You said it. Sorry, what? This is uh, Shane Thorne's first appearance post Nick Miller release. No, he wrestled in the, well, well, uh, the World's the Collide Tournament. World's Collide Tournament. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, Thorne gets Dijak down and kicks him repeatedly. Dijak throws Thorne into the air after having his arm worked over. They get to the top rope, and Dijak does a backflip from the second rope, then super kicks Thorne to the outside. Dijak then does a top rope corkscrew plancha, feast your eyes, pin, win. I thought this was. A very good, another very good showing for uh, Dijakovic. Um, they're just going to name him Dominic. 
Dominic uh, D. The, no, they're just going to call him Dominic. Call him Dominic D. No, just because Place that, of, well, Dominic D. Like involves another fucking name, another fucking like last name. The, they want um, one named people, and I think Dominic is going just. Who, that's just going to be his name. Who is that tag team that's in NXT that looks like uh, Deuce and Domino, but they come out to like the metal music? The Metro Boys. Yeah, yeah. they need to tag him with the Metro Boys. Dominic D. and the Metro Boys. <laughs> That sounds quite, like a really that is good... quite the character shift. That yeah, is like go. that is pretty much Brodus Clay level shift right there. Uh, we almost immediately like, after he they win like just like three seconds. We immediately just goes to a undisputed era vignette. I just thought that was like super strange to me. Um, they talk about speed bumps. Roderick Strong says he's back in singles competition now. The Fish and Riley are back together. And Cole says that Ricochet is in over his head and that he'll win or something. Uh, we get the Skyrits. Uh, Io Shirai and uh, Io Shirai. I've yeah, been, try- been trying and, to like uh, break that down into syllables. Yeah, and Kyra, Kyra so Zane. I don't mess it up because I don't want to. I don't want to offend anyone about there, and I just want to get her name right. You know. Yeah, you got you. You owe it to these to these ladies. Io Shirai says her pinning Shana got her number one contendership. I think for the most part. Don't turn that camera towards me because people will know that I'm actually reading off notes. And we're well, they just know breaking. we're all reading off notes. Oh. That camera was already on you, actually. This entire time. This entire time. Yeah, Corey hey is just there. filming us Instagram, right here. how you doing? Uh, Bianca says, not all that, and says that she's undefeated. It's whatever. Uh, Umberto Carrillo and Stacey Irwin Jr. versus, well, before that, we get Cassius Ono. Yeah, he appears and says that the full sale crowd makes him sick. Uh, pause for booze. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Well, sorry. Pause for booze. Ooh. He says he's out of here and that he's going somewhere to show that he's best. So I'm assuming he's just doing a couple of all of Evolve shows. Like, where could he possibly go? He can't, He's definitely not going main roster, right? No, 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 no. And uh, could, could he be done? I mean, I don't think so. Like he can't. You don't think he could like legit be done in WWE or in NXT? If he was. In, OK, retiring? first of all, he, he, he's coming. But he came back the second time for a reason. You know what they should do, and you're right with the Evolve shows. That's a good idea, but he needs to that's, come I, back. That's Chris Hero. That's Chris Hero. It's because you're wearing your shirt. It's a good look. At, I, I feel like that's like a. You know the one thing I, I wore shirt. this shirt on Bart one time, and I was walking down, and someone said something, and I heard like, like behind me, like, wrestling shirt. That's a wrestling shirt. Wrestling shirt. Like, you're one of us. Am I your friend now? Give me a two sweet. Oh my god. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, he says he's out here. He's going somewhere to show that he's the best. Keith Lee comes out with a rolling elbow and says, "Oh no!" Or better yet, well, he no- oh my god, he and knocks he- him on his ass first, and then yeah, he yeah, I said rolling elbow. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, um, that w- that oh my god was a reference to that Vine dude who said the same thing. Uh, Keith yeah. Lee was hilarious at that uh, with yeah. that segment. Uh, he says, "Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out of here." And uh, yeah, there we go. So we get Humberto Carrillo and Stacey Irwin Jr. Stacy Irwin Jr. versus the Street Profits who and come I, out, who come out and they came out and uh, kind of like kind of give a handshake to Keith Lee. Yeah, like um, what's up, man? And I thought this was going to be a complete jobber match, and I was kind of surprised for a second. I was like, were they really going to job out Humberto Carrillo? Well, we'll find out. Montez Ford dead fish is right next to Ono's dead, limp, fat body on the ground. Uh, Ford stares down. No, he stared down after drop kicking each other. No, after drop kicking. Umberto Carrillo, you, yeah, yeah, that spot. Uh, standing shooting star press from Irwin Jr. Dawkins spears Irwin Ford side suplex Irwin straight onto his neck, in which the ref instantly checks on Irwin to Ford's dismay. 
Like honestly, you could hear a pin drop as soon as Irwin's neck dropped to the <sighs> canvas. It was, it, bad, was yeah. it was really bad. Uh, Irwin kicks out, and makes a hot tag to Carrillo. Carrillo missile drop kicks Dawkins headband off of him. Uh, Irwin does a moonsault that had crazy height to it. Street profits give Irwin a super blockbuster for the win. I thought this went above my expectations between all four of these guys. Even Stacy Irwin Jr. looked Question. pretty good. Question: um, Did uh, Street Profits come off kind of heelish? Uh, I think that was just by circumstance due to the fact that the, the way he, uh, Montez Ford slammed Irwin Jr., like he just wanted, like he did seem kind of freaking mad when it's like, just let me pin the man. Because yeah, it seemed like they were coming off a little bit more aggressive towards the end for sure. Yeah, so. yeah. There's there's definitely like some subtle subtleness to it, which you know I kind of expect. And they from could be NXT. turning heel. So we never know. I don't know. They seem. They, I don't want they, them they to come off way more likable as faces. Yeah. Um. Where am I? Yeah, I thought it was a really great TV match. Carrillo continues to be quite the dark horse for NXT. But as much as I really well, like for, him, he's like the unsung hero of the yeah. entire like under roster, like the entire B crew. Two hundred five live NXT. I'm sure he'll show up at NXT UK eventually. Yeah, I mean, like as much as I like as much as like Roberto Carrillo I, I still want to see more he is such a sweetheart too you ever see like interviews with him just like he has the happy biggest, smiley guy he looks like he, first off he looks like he's tw- like his face looks like he's 12 he's probably he probably is 12 you know we know well he's, he's a tall guy so you know but he's also got this like this biggest his smile dimples. I've ever seen yeah it's the dimples he's like well let me tell you something. I am. Does he talk different. like that? Yeah, he's like deep voice. He's oh like, man, he sounds like Loki. Yeah, but like like deep. But like, we are businessmen. We are yes, a place we, of we business. Will do, we will do this. But it's a, like, he has a little bit of an accent. But Mister Bison from Street Fighter. Um, yeah, Korea continues to be quite the dark horse for NXT. But honestly, I want to see more of Mendoza. Because my money is always on Mendoza. Yeah, money's on Mendoza. Uh, yeah, heal Mendoza. That should be his catchphrase. Money on hashtag money on Mendoza. Put your money on Mendoza. Make it now. Hashtag money on Mendoza. Yeah. Uh, Post match, Montez Ford talks about the tag division. Real fiery promo as Ford calls out War Raiders. Uh, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner appears. Not going to us. Uh, uh, Vorak number nine. Thankfully, uh, Bartel says, "So street profits." Stand aside. He said, nine, nine, nine. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Lorgan and Birch appear and just rabble, rabble, rabble. Like, they didn't get mics. They just like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, Ooh, then we get the, We're angry. Yeah, then we get the War Raiders. Uh, Raymond Rose says, too much talking and not enough fighting. They slowly approach everybody, but Undisputed Era appears. Bam, Pure Bedlam bam, at full sail. They tore, They tore. Then they toss Oni Lorcan to everyone. It was a very was, Undisputed Era episode. <laughs> Yeah, if you really I, think I, about it, yeah, I can, the, I can the, tell the promo, this, and then the main event. Yeah, yeah, I, that's the thing about NXT. Like they kind of just rotate like certain Who's entities and individuals. Well, it's, it's getting, which I really like. It's you know? formulaic for even WWE. Like, but it like, works on yeah on for Monday Night Raw. You had Becky Lynch. Like, will she apologize? She's in the back. Well, you know, will she do it? And then she comes out later in the night. Yeah, but then that's also the next week as well too. And then the next week and then the next. Yeah, week. no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we get a John Gargano recap. I don't know why I just wrote John Gargano a recap of his NXT. John Gargos. Uh, uh, of his NXT uh, North American Championship title win against Ricochet, Velveteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano for that title next week. Can't wait. Yeah, find out what happens. Next up, Chikori. We get a Tainara Conchi versus Aaliyah in a who the fuck asked for this match? I, I thought the exact same thing. I was watching this. I was like on the phone with Gabriel in our Pacific Northwest chapter, by the way. Um, and we're, I'm sitting here like, what the hell is this? Like, okay, first off, Aaliyah's been here since, ba- since Bailey was wrestling. Okay, right? look, before I, let me interrupt you there. There was a reason why this happened. But there was. On. You're right. There yeah. was. But it, they could have. They but yeah, a you were different. saying it, like Aaliyah's been there since the days of Bailey and Sasha, you know, wrestling in NXT, right? Yeah, no, um, it's it, it baffles me to this day why she's still. She employed. seems like she's had a lot of work done, by the way. 
I'm just putting that out. You there. know, that's 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 for her. That, that's that's, that's for her. analog too. I mean, not analog. That's just that's put that putting that aside. Even then, um, and then you have Tainara Conchi, who if they're going to give her a push. Yeah, give her I a think push. T- I know. I think there's something in Tainara Conchi. Like she really definitely shows chops in her judoka. Nobody be like me. I just and, uh, think she has like three different gimmicks going. Like she's she's Brazilian, she's black belt, and she's pretty. She's also like the crazy one because she when she holds that belt up. She has that look, and she looks at the belt like oh she's no, she looks like super excited, like looking at it. No, I I definitely see a lot of potential in Tainara Conchi. You would see a lot of potential in Tainara Conchi. I mean, yeah, she she again like as as horrible as this match was against Aaliyah and how nothing it was. Yeah. Like there were some moments of shine where like she perfectly executed that armbar takedown um to her credit so like if you put her you know give her another a year or two at most at best at uh, nxt i think tainara there could be something with her it's not tinara it's not tainara it's tainara yeah follow her on instagram (laughs) mid match we get vanessa born ringside another person we clearly asked for (laughs) Um, it was just so like, uh, fuck, what do we do? There needs to be women on this show. You know what? Let's just lump all the bad shit like right here, right now. Well, no, the women's division is bad in NXT. But what I'm saying is just like, it seemed like they had to have a women's like spot in the show. So you're like, okay, shove these women out there. Okay, now now go attack. Yeah. Uh, watching this, honest, like total, okay, first of all, total alienation. Yeah, total alienation due to distraction from Bourne for the pin and win. And I just thought nobody looked good in this match. And it was a no. completely waste of time because... First off, Ginny and uh, Aaliyah need to have a match, by the way. Ultimate yeah. fashion person. Anyways. I Yeah. Because uh, what? Well, because Baszler and the horsewomen appear and kill everybody. Uh, Baszler says, this is the reality, and don't piss them off. Doesn't Baszler just seem Jeff like Jarrett. like a hormonal like 13-year-old girl just like who's like way too buff and Oh big. yeah, no, she's she <gasps> definitely she does just definitely she she always sounds like she's she just fought with her parents 20 minutes prior. I just want to listen to my Britney Spears record. No, not even that. She, no, that's for girls. I listen to No, she still does go to her room and like, "I love you, Britney. You're so awesome." No, no, I don't think Baszler is that kind of person. Get out of here, Jessamine. Yeah. Well, God. No, she would be talking to Jessamine in her AOL chat room. There you go. Yeah. Um, Aim. Yeah, I just thought, like, looking at this, I thought, the, like, even then, like, when you mentioned Mia Yim or any, like, Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, or even, like, hell, even a Candice LeRae, I just thought, like, the NXT women's division, like, even with Bianca Belair, who just, granted, had just had her match, like, uh, uh, that takeover. I still think she's it's, undefeated. We're getting kind of, there is a little bit of a depth issue, in my opinion, in terms of the NXT vanilla brand, because, like, there's, you know... Because, like, once you see, like, the likes of Vanessa Bourne and, like, Aaliyah, the fact that they're still getting television time. Yeah. And we're not getting, like, a Mia Yim. Yeah. Or uh, even a fucking Karen Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, what's her name? Zia Lee. Or Zia... Yeah, Zia Lee. Yeah. I just thought, like, watching this was like, Side Brookside. There is is a clear, like, spot, like, clear missing, like, spot. Like, it's not as stacked as NXT. It's not... Like, the the, the NXT women's is not as stacked. I mean, the top women faces on NXT are... Io Shirai. And uh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Candice LeRae. Dakota Kai, I guess, can be considered one of them. Yeah. And I just felt, and I think they are getting a little bit lopsided in terms of faces because you just have, you really just have Baszler and her horsewomen. And then, like, to an extent, Aaliyah and yeah, yeah. Bourne. Like, you would think, like, maybe like, maybe they should, they called up Lacey Evans too fast. Yeah. Um, what happened maybe, to Lacey Evans? I mean, I bet. I mean, if I were if I were a betting man, I would assume that they watched that Royal Rumble match and just thought this lady's not ready. She's at the Chase Stadium. Hello, 
She's Hello? like, well, she's walking home. She's the only one there. Is anybody here? But uh, yeah, it's it was not a good week for the women. No, in NXT. On, on NXT, yeah, on NXT or NXT UK. Yeah, I just feel like the talents has been like too, a little bit too spread around now. Yeah, like you got like you got talents in like NXT UK, and then you got NXT NXT. Well, they want to have the same division everywhere, and I, that's cool. I get that, but you're not going to have the same amount of people for every division, and then you can't keep bringing people here here and traveling the same people back and forth yeah because that takes enter time and energy like, to get to get to cross that atlantic ocean yeah like you have um even in the tag division you have uh, eichner and um uh, bartel eichner, bartel who are going back and forth between the uk division and nxt so it's like it's not and that's not cheap honestly and, and they already have a, a, a performance center they opened mm. in the uk right so it's like what what's the what's the purpose anyway uh, we got a velveteen dream vignette pretty much just Ow. saying how cool he is and pimping his match against gargano next week we're we are going to find out who is going to win Come that match. get on the like dream this might as i mean should we might as well just say like well like they they booked two different endings yeah for the match i don't know how that how, how like how you even wonder what let's, did they let's, do let's not let's not discuss what how that what happened well because like we're gonna i think i honestly feel like it's to avert tapings like avert like taping spoilers yeah well like imagine if they did this to black alistair black and champa oh well i'll say this um well they can't do it at like uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. um but they do this on like uh every like a lot of reality shows like i can even say for i know it's like a second rupaul reference but on rupaul when they have the live season finale they film three different endings. They film all three queens. That seems winning. so hard to do because, like, then like so the what makes so what makes this reaction? What about how about like the reaction from the people who won? Like, who legit? How are you trying to orchestrate this when legit like you reaction? Know? So like, we're gonna film three separate endings, and then we're gonna film these. That really, that really just shows RuPaul's drag drag race's hand in terms of like, hey, this is a scripted show. This is. Yeah. No, I absolutely think that show is very scripted, but I mean, know. hey, it's a good script. Yeah, right? exactly. Isn't it supposed? Isn't Sassy it like super queens. fucking hilarious? Sassy queens yelling at each other. Yeah, Anyways. hear nothing but good things about that show. Honestly, and there's so many. I feel like always, always feel like there's so many uh, parallels between drag and wrestling. I mean, they're both very. It's both very flamboyant, theatrical, and like people flamboyant. Always work on their characters. There's heels. There's faces. Really? I mean, what's like what makes different queens? What makes a heel and what makes a face? Like one's just like really just catty in front of everybody, yeah. and one's just like really nice but also just very clever. Exactly. And then you have the comedy queens who are also like. Is this. RuPaul a heel or a face? I would say RuPaul would be a face right now. Like she would be like not the, not. But can be considered a heel. She, it, but then is she like kind of like? I mean, can I say she was RuPaul? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, whatever. Like would that Mama Ru. she would just be kind of like an ambassador ambassador role like she's pretty much just Vince McMahon where Vince McMahon's just Vince McMahon exactly yeah 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 quite yeah. the comparison comparing Vince McMahon to RuPaul it's like fuck you guys fuck you guys you think I'm this heat okay all right main events Ricochet versus Adam Cole one and only uh, Tope Suicida from Ricochet Ricochet's ankle gets caught in a rope which Cole works on for pretty much most of the match and it pretty is pretty much is Cole grounding Rico with the leg work. Lariat by Ricochet as he braces a comeback. Two Ushigoroshis from Cole to a two count. Rico does a reverse Rana on one leg. No, yeah, he does a reverse Rana, and then on one leg, he springboards into Cole's leg, which I thought looked great. Yeah. Um, they trade knees and kicks. Ricochet flips, lands on his knees, and get kicked in the face by Cole for a near fall. Uh, Frankensteiner by Ricochet, Northern Light suplex into another suplex, and into a Michinoku driver for the pin and the win on Ricochet. Uh, instantly, the Undisputed Era attacks Ricochet post-match, and also Aleister Black's 
uh, comes in. He also gets attacked too. So pretty much as soon as possible, you have Cole's heat back even in a loss. And I just thought, man, Adam Cole, this guy, he is on the verge of just being the NXT's like super fall guy. He's the guy who ate the pin on halftime heat. Yeah, he he eats the pin this week. Yeah. Like, there's only so much credibility that Adam Cole has left in him, and I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Like Noah, look out for your boy. Yeah, the the, the, the Baybays. Yeah, the Baybay. I wonder how the Baybay Nation is uh, feeling about that. Because like, yeah, you have Adam Cole standing strong. It's like it's it's like as if nothing happened. I, still I think, thought I still think Undisputed Era is, are losing their luster. Yeah, in my opinion. In my yeah. It's just because you know they lost the. I mean, they lost the tag title, so they had no longer have like that more or less that moniker to them of being like the most must see match people. Which I always for their a matches very long are time, fucking great. Yeah, for the longest time, I always thought like as like undisputed era, like those guys are must see people. But it's been kind of they got to be planning something for them. But I just feel like they're being also overshadowed by the other main event picture, which involves Ciampa, and, and even though Aleister Black was there, uh, was involved. I'm still wondering what what's left for Alistair Black at this point, and that on NXT. They're dragging, they're spinning the wheels, man. We all, we're, we all just come back to drag, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, funniest thing about I, this segment, though. Yeah. What about uh, it? Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong? They still have the the, the official WWE stickers on their That's shirts. True. It's like they stole it. Yeah. So they were just like, "Fucking need a shirt. Go out there. Here's a shirt. Um, Go." Yeah, I thought this match. Uh, it got good. Like the third act was easily pretty good. Uh, it was. It did kind of. It was pretty slow at the start, mostly because, you know, body work is, I don't know, I, I'm a bit harder to please in terms of, like, when whenever the story is told via, yeah sell, like, selling. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of weird like that. Uh, but, yeah, I just thought it was just very suspect of them just to instantly have Adam Cole lose, but then stand tall anyway, which, you know, I don't know. It, 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 it rang kind of hollow to me. Yeah. It was a good match. Like it definitely yeah. wasn't at the same level of their other matches they've had. I would say it's about the same level. Mm. I mean, yeah, you, of course you didn't get that backflip into a super kick. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah you had that for halftime heat. God, but anyways, halftime heat was a great fucking match. That's pretty cool. It was. It was. It was, a it was also a. Re- it was also really just like I novel. Fun. I think it's like funny instead of thought yeah, instead of being fest. a fuckface and watching Maroon Five, you could watch this super cool wrestling match. And it was just in an audience where everybody was just super supportive of everybody involved. There were wrestlers in the crowd. Yeah, it was like a party. Chelsea Green was in the fucking like Oni Lorcan was wearing a uh, Patriots jersey, which yeah. yeah, of course. Well, I mean, he's from Boston. Okay, I guess. I think, or yeah. ma- at least Massachusetts. Brand loyalty, right? I mean, I guess that's America. This yeah. is America. Don't get you slip in up. What? Yep. Anyways, uh, NXT. That was NXT. It was you know it was it was, it was NXT. If you you watched already, it was two days ago. Yeah. You already made your bed. Yeah, exactly. But wrestling let's go for the real wrestling show. Should I just go with mine first? If you want. Yeah. I'll finish up the show. I'll take the main event slot. Yeah, take the main event slot, please. So. Um, as you may already know, we did not have a B show last week. No, we did to, not. We got rained out yeah, just we did. due to forces that we just could not control. So th- that's why this uh, this show and tell is a double header. So last week we told you, audience members, and I know you definitely y'all definitely watched this and not know ahead of time. It was Brian Danielson versus Kenta, Glory by Honor Five, Night Two, September Six, Two Thousand and Six. Yes. This match was the shits. 
Uh, before there was a hippie heel champion in Daniel Bryan of today, there was relentless cunt machine foe MMA shit kicker Brian Danielson, who was the lead, who was also the lead champion. This time in ROH, this time in 2006, Brian Danielson won the ROH title off James Gibson, aka Jamie Noble of uh, J and J Security, on September 17, 2005. Glory by Honor four which was the prior event of that year. Uh, Danielson's title reign would last 462 days with 38 title defenses. So, yeah, Danielson was a pretty big deal in an ROH. Damn. All right. Kenta Kobayashi, not to be confused with Kenta Kobashi, and now known in WWE, or formerly known in WWE as Hideo Itami. Known for his time in pro wrestling Noah, look it up. Kenta is a one-time global-honored crown heavyweight champion, three-time GHC Junior Heavyweight Champion and one-time GHC Tag Team Champion, which is just their Noah's namesakes for their championships. So yeah, Kenta was a pretty big deal over in Pro Wrestling Noah. Oh, and he also invented a certain move called the Go to Sleep. Yeah, yes, that was his did. move. That was him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, look him. it up. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. Uh, so both these big deals get into the big ring for the big fight. Uh, after Code of Honor, what? What's so funny? That was a good build-up. Yeah. That's that's we don't fuck around here in show and tell. Uh okay well I lost my place here now I now I'm here after code of honor rules in which a mandatory handshake is in order they stare down and immediately Kenta almost kicks Danielson in which he ducks collar and elbow tie up to the ropes with Kenta putting Danielson to the ropes and teases a clean break but Kenta slaps Danielson right into the face Danielson knees Kenta in the face and I might have to repeat that multiple times series of slaps followed by a headbutt from Danielson they trade kicks to the back and they are loud. Like yeah. when, it's like it's like they added like, what do you like? How would you make that possible? Like, it, do they just put extra leather in their uh, kick? Uh, hey man, kick you pads? know I'm not a foley artist. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we get kicks from Kenta to Danielson and works the shoulder in which Danielson favors because, you know, like a true indie wrestler, Daniel Brian Danielson opted not to have surgery on that shoulder. Yeah, uh, good job because he probably couldn't afford it. Uh, arm work from Kenta from this point on with an empty. An attempted Fujiwara. Kenta teases a springboard knee to a down Danielson, but lands on his feet and brushes Danielson's head with the bottom of his foot, which I thought looked awesome. Danielson attempts a sunset roll, but Kenta slaps the shit out of Danielson to you got bitch slapped chance. Uh, you know, plenty of a uh, very, very colorful crowd. Yeah, fuck those I, guys in the crowd. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, okay, no, no. Say, say your piece right now. I, I did not hear the complaint that you had. You told me. Did prior they have to this. a faggot chant at some point? I did not hear it. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm denying it, but towards the end, I felt like there was there was a chant like that towards, uh, I think Daniel Bryan. But then I also thought it could have been something else. Like they could have been saying something else and just sounded well, like um, that. Well, uh, we'll review the tape later. Danielson gains control and teases. I mean, I don't doubt you. And teases a Romero special, but loses his footing. He says, "I fucked up." Stomps Kenta's knees and yells, "I never fuck up." Yeah, yeah. I just. Just prime Danielson right here. Uh, figure four from Danielson asks the ref to ask him, and Kenta says, no, no. <laughs> I, I just love, I, you know, I just love seeing Kenta just not only battle this figure four, but battling the English language as he tries to, like, verbalize, yeah. like, whenever um, Todd Sinclair, the referee, it doesn't see Danielson grabbing the ropes during a figure four as leverage. And he just like looks up. He just like yells at um, the referee at a Todd Sinclair, uh, which was a very entertaining. Yeah. Daniel uh, ref asked Danielson if he's on the ropes and he says, no, 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 no. 
Danielson does a slipshot rope on the bottom. Kenta kicks Danielson's shoulder some more and then sets up a missile dropkick for a two count. Danielson blocks a fisherman suplex but gets but get butterfly suplexed again, I'm assuming from Kenta. Kenta then does an armbar, Boston Crab from Danielson. Kenta reaches the ropes. Kenta does an enziguri. Kenta attempts a GTS but gets an elbow. Superplexed by Danielson, two count, but does a crossface chicken wing. Danielson cont- continues control, but as he goes to the top rope, does a flying nothing because it sets up for him to land his head onto Kenta's foot, which, knowing Danielson's uh, history with uh, with concussions... Was, uh, in hindsight, not exactly the most settling thing to watch. Kenta springs board, but Danielson drop kicks. They trade strikes. They trade suplex. They trade forearms until they both fall on the ring, fall like fall on the floor of the ring to a resounding standing ovation. This is when the match hits its fever pitch. Like, we're just getting started, Corey. Don't yawn on me. Uh, yeah. Danielson, Danielson dropkicks Kenta and puts him over the barricade. And then what? And then what? Wait. And with that, we get Danielson run to the ring, go to the top rope, and dive straight into Kenta and straight into the crowd. This distorts the mics so loudly as the crowd yells ROH. Uh, Danielson puts Kenta back into the ring and does a missile dropkick and kips up. Kenta then does a Fujiwara armbar. Danielson reaches the ropes. Ace Crusher, then Fuji armbar again from Kenta. So, yeah, the shoulder, this is this was pretty much Kenta's bread and butter. Uh, Kenta yells Danielson to tap out. He's like, tap out, tap out. Danielson reaches the ropes with his feet again. Regalplex to a two count from Danielson. Top rope suplex slams Kenta into the ground and sets up the cattle mutilation. Yeah. Uh, Kenta reaches the ropes with his feet to a big pop. Kent, and then Kenta chants are just heard from everybody. Uh, front chancery suplex from Danielson who goes up top. But Kenta pops up, teases a falcon arrow. Danielson jumps in, and no, they tease a falcon arrow, and then Kenta goes to the ground. He's he lands on his feet, and then Danielson, he as he springboards, he gets caught by Kenta for the go to sleep. Kenta covers for the one, two, three. No! Danielson's foot is on the ropes, and this place goes fucking mental. Uh Busaiku knee attempts on Danielson, which would later be his own finishing move and yeah. the knee that beat John Cena but does an O'Connor roll for a two Crucifix pin attempt for a two count uh, but Danielson knees Kenta for a long time but teases a rise up and GCS through, through those knee strikes but eventually the knees overpowers Kenta mm-hmm. a series of pin attempts on Danielson eventually sets up for the cattle mutilation Danielson stops and elbows Kenta some more and resumes the cattle reapplies the cattle, cattle mutilation again and after what seemed to be a very long time Kenta Finally taps out. Danielson retains five stars. Michael Meltzer. This match was incredible. By the way, that title's ugly. I mean, it's 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 independent wrestling. What, what else can we do? Uh, honestly, um, <laughs> it looks, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am at peace into never seeing this level of intensity from these two guys again because a it was a long time ago. B it happened numerous times already, and uh, yeah, that's. I honestly, I am still at shock that like since these past six months with the Tommy and Daniel Bryan, like both signed to the same company and are both medically cleared and quote unquote healthy. Yeah. They had zero interactions with each other and uh, we might be and different. We're prob- and we're probably not going to be able to see that ever again. And like ever. I mean, timing is everything in wrestling. That's really what just yeah. boils down. Yeah. Yeah. To that's it. that's. Yeah. That's really but then what it is. Can't like. Just once you just have that sort sort of sudden realization that Daniel Bryan is one of the main guys in SmackDown right now, and he's touring with the same person, 
who are who is arguably his best opponent, his the person he has the most comprehensive history with, and they have done nothing with him ever since. And I bet you that was one of like the straws that broke the camel's back in terms of uh, Kenta just wanting to leave that company. I Could mean, at, at least one of them. Could be that, yeah. and the fact that he's in fucking two hundred five live. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I. It's one. It got a four seven five on the on the Wrestling Observer. I am of the opinion that it should. This gets a five on me because, you know, what can I say? I love me some Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Yeah, it was a good match. I mean, it was. I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that this was a show and tell. Like I could not wait to like discuss this with you, Corey. Nice. It's a good match. I just. Uh, and I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> yeah, but I, it, it was all right. It was all right. I just, yeah. I was, I was watching. I was just kind of like, I wasn't fully like pulled into it. I was a little like, was it? Was it the audio? Was it like the production of it too? Maybe, I mean, no, I don't know. Was it really. Dave Prezak? Was it the crowd? No. There's a lot of things to be put off by this. Like, was it the overexposure in the camera lens? I think it was. They didn't use the rule of thirds. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. They. You got to see what you got to see. The they uh, didn't the set, set up their shots correctly. Yeah. Anyways, let's get into it. I mean, hey, l- look how far we've gone in terms of like production and professional wrestling. Like, yeah, you got like OTT with like their audio pretty much on the same level as ROH in 2006. Yeah. Um, as much as I like think that's one of like they should hire us OTT. We go to Dublin with me and we'll go work for OTT. Yeah, let's uh let's OTT move there. Yeah, All right. over the top wrestling. Let's go into our second, our main event, our show it's and tell. A double main event. That's a double main event tonight. We have. We have our we have our wrestling show and tell part due today. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero because WWE No Way Out 2004. Because today, February fifteenth, February the fifteenth is the fifteen year anniversary. Good lord of this match. Good I was there live. Lord. It took place at the San Francisco's Cal Palace. So this was at the cusp of me coming back to wrestling. Also, because uh, back then. Um, I didn't have TNN like during the yeah. most of the Attitude Era because the, our our cable provider just living in the San Francisco Bay Area we just could we just couldn't get TNN or Spike TV, and so we like legit miss half a week storyline with Raw because that's when Raw was on, and so when they did the brand split like I just kind of I kind of I kind of like fell out of it, and so as soon as I got TNN back I like I was exposed to double the wrestling and double the fun, and then as soon as I as soon as this happened the great mi- double mi- and as soon as this happened. Uh, Eddie Guerrero winning the title. Yeah. I didn't watch it live. I found out afterwards, and then let's just say I got to this. I got to watch this match through certain other means back in 2004, involving a, a peer-to-peer software that was a uh, less than legal. That was, uh, but this match in lemon, particular, lemon ropes, shall yes. we call it? Lemon uh, ropes, yes, or Kazer. But let's just say this match in particular, Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero, No Way Out 2004 for the WWE Championship, was on the regular rotation. So earlier in the week, or earlier a couple weeks before, yeah, give us the build up. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin gives Goldberg a ticket to No Way Out because he is uh, he's he was suspended by uh, Raw GM Vince McMahon. He's not. I thought, a, it was, I thought it was Bischoff at the time. Was it Bischoff? I thought I mean, it was Bischoff. Had to have been. Well, I thought he, the they time. said he was suspended by Vince McMahon. Wait. When I was, was watching Goldberg, suspe- I mean, maybe Vince McMahon gave the order to suspend Goldberg uh, earlier. Uh, so early in the night. So Goldberg sitting front row. Out comes uh, SmackDown general manager Paul Heyman, which I totally forgot he was SmackDown GM for a minute. I know you got uh, you got the owner of ECW and the owner of WCW. Well, and, not owner, but, you know, um, he comes out with, you know, his his full balding head, but still ponytail, long ponytail in the back. 
good for him. He was rocking that until the later years. Uh, Can you Heyman- imagine if he still had that today? Like the credibility he would have. <laughs> My uh, client would have to go. Okay. Uh, Al comes, uh, like I say, he's out there. He can't believe Goldberg's there for a row. He threatens to throw Goldberg out of the arena. Al comes Brock Lesnar. Uh-oh. Brock Lesnar has a microphone. Uh, he dares. I dare you, Goldberg. Get in the ring. Come on. Come on. He dare you. I dare you, Goldberg. I want you. Uh, I want you so bad. And it kept going on for like a minute where he was like, don't you get in the ring? And uh, Brock saying, get in the ring. I dare you. Well, but, also one of the main like stalwarts of the buildup of Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar was the mariachis. Remember that? Oh God! Remember yeah. that angle? Yeah, Brock Lesnar in the hey, it was it was Brock Lesnar in his most energetic and fun and racist. Yes, yes, um, definitely racist. Bro- Brock uh, t- Brock Lesnar then tells Goldberg to sit there like the bitch you are, and of course that prompts Goldberg to get over the barricade and get into the ring. But for some reason, security doesn't stop him because you know if you're a fan, you'd get stopped right there. I'm just saying, man. Uh, he gives a jackhammer to Brock Lesnar after if the, the two lady, brawl. Can you imagine if the lady who stopped uh, Rob Gronkowski tried to stop Goldberg? She's like, well, I mean, I'm not going to doubt her. Like in 2004, 2004, spear, jackhammer, she's out of there, man. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what happened in 2004. Uh, security guard uh, then will get a jackhammer to Brock Lesnar. Security guards escort Goldberg out of the arena. Um, I do like how the commentators are acting very heelish towards Goldberg. Because they're both it's SmackDown a, it's G- brand, yeah, exactly brand loyalty, and that they're both saying this raw, this raw superstar came in here to uh, to cause chaos, and then out comes uh, Jesus. I'm, show, I'm showing you, Corey you, the, the mariachi, mariachi video. Yeah, it's so it's so bad. He, he is he is like he looks like a fucking house. He had a pre workout drink right there, mm-hmm. you know, like right before he came. I just slammed one. Five hour energy. Um. Anyways, and then out comes Hardcore Holly to chase off Brock Lesnar because you know he broke Hardcore Holly's neck. Remember that? He oh. legit oh, yeah. broke his neck. Um. Eddie Guerrero. Ah. Uh, Eddie Guerrero got out. Um. He got into this match because he won a was it a fifteen man Royal Rumble match mm-hmm. in uh, on SmackDown a couple weeks prior. Um, such a good redemption story because, as you know, Eddie Guerrero has okay. faced addiction problems throughout his I, life. I remember this so vividly in the SmackDown versus Raw, a video game strategy guide, and Eddie Guerrero's uh, uh, biography. And it's, it's it's a phrase I will never forget because it's something they would say this every time they mentioned drugs, and that was Eddie Guerrero was darkened by the demons of addiction. Yes, yeah, so. it was something that just that has stuck. That is a phrase that had just stuck with me forever. So, like I said, Brock Lesnar pointing out Guerrero's addiction problems, and usually they do this a lot, like with CM Punk and Jericho. But like, but it was kind of the exact reverse. Um, Eddie says that that those are demons from his past that he has conquered, and he's admitted he is an addict. But he's an addict to wrestling to the fans. Oh wait, really? I yeah. thought he said, okay, whatever. Well, to wrestling in front of all these people. So we're both right. Uh, and then we get up to the match. Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero. The crowd in San Francisco is firmly behind Eddie the legendary Guerrero. legendary Cal Palace. Um, exactly, man. And if you know the Cal Palace, you could point out little spots. You're like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no. When watching this match, I was like, at first glance, I was like, okay, well, man, this does not look like the Cal Palace. Oh. Like, this is just straight up like this looks like any other WWE unit. And then they started zooming out in certain areas particularly to this the part where i sat in the fucking g1 cl- uh, cl- class yeah, 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 yeah. g1 cl- uh, special yeah it's like oh, oh no, i was right this there. is definitely the fucking cow palace you <laughs> see those little upper sections yeah you see those doors kind of like lit up mm-hmm. still looks the same yeah. oh exactly how the fuck is cow palace still in business i don't even know how it's still standing yeah uh brock comes out he's no selling the uh, <gasps> jackhammer from earlier in the night the two lock up multiple times but brock pushes eddie away brock takes control of the match reverse hurricane rana to a swinging power bomb to eddie guerrero uh, jumping knee strike to Guerrero in the corner. B- 
Bailey to belly to Eddie Guerrero. Uh, guillotine to Brock. Uh, Eddie then wraps Brock's knee into the ring post, starts slamming it into the side. Uh, stalling Fisherman Buster um, to Eddie Guerrero. Uh, long, grounded headlocks. That's what you always like in a match. But this match was pretty, like, boom, boom, it's boom. It's very story That story they needed a little driven. break, like the headlock yeah. was a good uh, rest hold. Brock then misses another high knee strike, falls to the outside. High crossbody to the outside by Eddie Guerrero. STF to Brock Lesnar. Eddie then stomps on the knee. The crowd... This is like the smarkiest crowd for 2004, too, because they're already chanting Goldberg. They're like, no, we know what's going to happen. Goldberg, Goldberg. I mean, yeah, the ref is down. No, this is not at this point. No, this isn't even, this is like at the beginning of the match. Oh, They're oh, chanting yeah. for Goldberg. They're oh, like, come on, let's go. Uh, belly to belly to Eddie Guerrero again. Headlock to Guerrero. Guerrero then slams Brock's face into the turnbuckle. Brock's nose is bleeding. Uh, Brock then yells, die, Eddie. Die. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's not unsettling at all. <laughs> Especially Brock Lesnar saying it. Three amigos to Brock Lesnar. Uh, Eddie then goes to the top for a frog splash. Misses F5 to Eddie Guerrero, but the ref is knocked out in the process by Eddie Guerrero's feet. Brock goes to the outside to grab his title. Comes back in the ring. Out comes Bill Goldberg. Spear to uh, Brock Lesnar. Eddie Guerrero goes for the pin, but a kick out. Eddie Guerrero sees the title, picks it up, um, tries to swing it. Um, Brock Lesnar with it. Misses. He goes for an F5, uh, but then he hits a DDT, reverses into a DDT onto the championship belt. Frog splash. Looks kind of dodgy, but uh, you got it. You got the story. Yeah. You got the beat. Yeah, because like you couldn't. I didn't know that happened until the refs kind of pointed out. Had they not said it? Yeah, exactly. Then I just thought it would just been a regular ass DDT. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then he hits frog splash, win, pin and win. Eddie Guerrero. Cow Palace explodes. Jesus fucking Christ. That Cow Palace went crazy, man. You should have known. How was it? What was it like there? I was there live. I mean, I was, how old was I? I was 17 at the time. Mm. This is, like I said, this is the last wrestling show I went to with my father. Oh, man. So it's like one of those memories. I'm like, oh. Sentiment. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I saw some other people I've noticed from the wrestling scene now in the crowd. Like? Uh, uh, yeah, I won't mention names, but, you know, I, I thought I saw somebody sitting front row with a Giants jersey on. In the oh, yeah. Seat. No, there was a person who was wearing. There were two people who were wearing, like, warrior shirts that felt, felt really modern. Like, well, because those they, were the, they, old, straight up, was the old logo. Those, it was the lo- old logo. Yeah, from, like, okay. the 70s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. really shows my uh, bandwagoness. Um <laughs> But yeah, those were. Uh, but it was at a time before okay, the Warriors were... were actually good. You know what I mean? Like I think that was the first We Believe era, maybe. Mm. Right? No, We Believe era was like 2007. Okay, yes, yeah, so this is 2004. Mm. But yeah, so the Warriors sucked, and it, literally everybody in the arena is like walking. I wonder by. if Sprewell was still playing. There was time. there was a guy walking back and forth with like his Warriors jersey on a hanger, and like he was like holding it like a sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's san francisco for you that's san francisco wrestling for you like we're all gonna show up in our jerseys and rep our city till the bitter end because it's hot in there but you don't want to wear it too much i mean you don't want to wear it too little i mean you don't want to you want to you want to hide them rolls yeah i know i do well because you want to fill up on the chicken strips that have been in the freezer for six months you know what i mean oh jesus those I, weren't even good dude i remember having some of yours no no they weren't good at all and the ch- and the nachos are so bad but some people the like chips are some, bad. Some people like nachos like that, you know, like the no. But then these chips, like they were pretty much stale. I'm mean, all I'm saying is that Cow Palace is, uh, I don't know, what I just feel like it's, it's on its last legs, man. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's definitely on its last legs. Anyways, long live the Cow Palace. Long live hashtag uh, long live the Cow watching, Palace. Remember uh, watching the 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 Clash of the Cow Palace, the where Eddie, or like Rey Mysterio, he said. 
he this I remember being in this arena and a guy named Eddie Guerrero won the title and they had the No Way Out uh, chair. the chair yeah from No Way Out yeah. I wonder whose chair that was hmm Wait, now that I watched this match and I started pointing people out I'm not gonna oh. say, I'm not gonna say names people that I know why why aren't you pointing like it's not like it's a freaking like a mark of shame. To mark, mark of shame to say the who I don't want to put I don't want to put anyone on the on the spot. Okay, right. I don't want to put anyone on the spot. Um, but no, yeah. So I'm like, okay, now I know where that chair came from. Um, great match. I loved it. He kept the chair, huh? Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah, of course he did. Anyways, um, a couple pieces before we get out of here, and oh, well, I got to name next week's show and tell. Next week's wrestling show and tell: Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tyler Breeze, NXT Brooklyn. A little uh, nugget of history right there. There you go. A little uh, New Japan versus NXT right there. Um, because yeah, that's fun. So quite the distinction Tyler Breeze has made for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get out of here, even before I get into birthdays, uh, there is a couple little pieces of breaking news. What is going on? Uh, so uh, WWE has now acquired the full rights to the War Games logo. Uh, as we okay. know, MLW has been, using, has been having War Games matches as well. MLW just like taking L's left and right in terms of just like... Yeah, things being like hey, they got a W. Things. They got Jacob Fox too. That's a good. That's a good W. Okay. Um, and another piece of news: uh, WWE just announced where Royal Rumble 2020 will be taking place. Ooh. Houston, Minute oh. Maid State, Minute Maid Park. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so that's gonna happen. Anyways, let's go. Before we get out of here, guys, we have a couple of birthday wishes we have to give out. There's a bunch of birthdays for this weekend. So for today, February 15, 2019, we have three birthdays. Um, two, I wish a happy birthday. The other guy, I acknowledge. Travis Banks, happy 32nd birthday, born in 1987. Hugo Savinovich. Savinovich, turning 60 years old today. Feliz cumpleaños, senor. Um, and also, somebody else having their birthday. Rich Swan's having a birthday. Good for him. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rich Swan. Uh, t- tomorrow, the 16th, February 16th to be exact, turning 50 years old. We have born in 1969. Nice. Gin Grill, which I was like, dude, that totally fanging thing. and banging, fanging and banging since 1969. <laughs> That's a kind still of, one of a, the greatest Attitude Era theme songs of all time. Uh, and also on the 17th, we have a birthday on Sunday, turning 35 years old. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Turning kind of, turning 35, born in 1984. Jimmy Jacobs, happy birthday, Jimmy Jacobs. Ah, uh, and uh, being the elite's own Jimmy Jacobs. And and on the 18th, nobody was born. So, yeah, that's that. (laughs) Yeah, okay. At all in the history of wrestlers. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. I've had fun. Michael, you've had fun today? I have been having quite a time. Great. Let's watch some Jush and Thunder Liger and something. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. I guys. Hope you have a great weekend. For KCSF, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. We'll see you next week with the Raw Review. Me, Jose Oseguera, and maybe Noah Watts. And the Brood. The Brood's coming. And the Brood's coming. Now I have to fucking put this theme song on. All right, see you guys later. Bye.